Welcome to the Joy Felipe Bruce podcast. Sister Joy Felipe is a daughter of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the senior pastor of the Fountain of Life Cathedral of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. The Fountain of Life Cathedral is a thriving church of young, energetic people full of life for the Lord. Sister Joy is also an itinerant minister of Dag Heward Mills Ministries. She travels extensively, holding pastors' conferences and bringing ministry-related books by Bishop Dag Heward Mills to the nations. She is the evangelist of the Blessed Salvation Crusade. Now be blessed and refreshed as you listen to this inspired message by Sister Joy. yourself and tell us about your testimony. Hello, my name is Lady Reverend Newborn, in charge of the follow-up, um, in charge of follow-up, in charge of um, the um, communion stars, photography, a young bas, um, bas center and a home super center. Alright, so please tell us what your testimony is about. Um, I want to first of all thank God for his guidance, or in fact, for protecting me. Wow. Um, was it two weeks ago on the 27th of October? It was a Friday. I had come out, no, I think I'd gone to town, and I said I was going to the bathroom, I was going to shower. <laughs> when I came out of the bathroom, it's, a, it's like I entered into a corridor, into my room. On the right-hand side, there was something black, and actually I thought <laughs> something black. I mean, it looked dark and slim. You see, as thin as, you know how the mop is. I don't know what that we call it, the strands. Something thin. And I looked at it. I said, oh, this doesn't look like the mop something. Then I was looked it at something it again. that was there before? No, no it nothing. Oh. I don't even know how my, why my eye went there at that particular time. Right. So as I looked at it, I said, no, this thing is a snake. Then I screamed. When I screamed, then the snakes started moving. Hey, I don't know how I turned from the bathroom to my room. Because the bathroom connects, I mean, my room. I just jumped. Then I realized that it was... Sorry, it was... <laughs> There's no snake here. Yeah, There's no snake here, so you are safe. <laughs> So it was wriggling. So I just looked at it. I wasn't sure where, which direction it had gone, whether it had gone into the bathroom. And then later on, I called for help. And at a point, I was wondering, where did it go? When we looked, it had gone into the bathroom. It was hiding behind the sink. But how to get the way they're singing, how to get it? So I waited for time and asked for help, called for help, which was about an hour and a half. When they came to help, we couldn't find the snake. I said that's what this snake did. I cannot enter it. I mean, it, it, it must, it, must, it has to be found. Hey. So after the one and a half hour that you waited for help, uh, yes, you just couldn't find the snake again. You couldn't find the snake again. Wow, amazing. So yes, so after we're about, wondering whether it has vanished or it was know, hiding. I knew that it, it was, was either in the bathroom okay. or in the room, right. but where it was, yes. one couldn't tell. Yes. Anyway, fast forward. Thank God they found the snake. And it was killed. It was thin. I didn't want to show it because some people will be having, yes. Uh-huh. But then, I just want to thank God. Because I remember either on the Tuesday before, on that Friday, I stand to correction. Floor prayer meeting. Bishop says, Pray that the Lord will direct your path. And if there's something that you should see, ask the Lord. I don't know whether you remember. That is if we were... Uh-huh. They didn't... Uh-huh. Yes, he said, ask that the Lord will direct yourself. And anything that you need to... Yes. So, well, after that, was it on a Saturday? Or so I reflected and I said, it's possible that it's this prayer. Then I was talking with Lady Reverend Humi, and then she, I didn't tell her about this. So okay. She also said that ah, the same thing that ah, it's possible that 
this, this prayer was what brought this thing out. Because when they killed the snake, they said it would have been in the room for either three months, three weeks, wow. or three months. And we staying in the house with... In the room. In the room. Listen, it shed, it shed, it shed its skin. Wow. Yes, it shed, yes. When they found it, they shed its skin. And then later on, they found it under the wardrobe. Wow. What a shock. Are you not surprised? Living in the same room with a snake, not a dead snake, but a snake that is alive, shedding its skin under your bed. Wow, what a divine escape. Somebody made the Lord grant yeah. you divine and supernatural escape yeah. from every harm, especially as we end the year. Amen. Amen. All right, God bless you, Lady Reverend. All right, is there any more? Yeah. All right, thank no, you. Sir. All right, so let's. So let's, I'm sure yeah. you're wondering what I want to tell the church. What do you want to Yes, yes. I think you should join the flow. You see, many a time, some of us are interested in. Forgive me, I'm not saying it's bad. Alpha, uh, blah, 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 blah. Because the prophet is saying this, but we have a prophet that we are really taking things for granted. Hallelujah. Yeah. This one, he said, just pray that the Lord will direct your steps and see whatever you need to see. And I saw it. And you saw it. I want to encourage you. Listen to flow, and your life will never be the same. All right, listen Amen. to flow, and your life will never be the same. If you are not joined, flow, kindly join when the link is being shared. I said your hand clap is very, very, very weak. I don't know about you, but I'm very excited to be in church this morning. Hallelujah. Are you happy to be in church? I cannot feel your excitement. Are you happy to be in church, church? Let's give the Lord a better shout of praise. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor that before you go home, the walls of Jericho, that is disturbing you, it will come down today, hallelujah, because we are about to be blessed by the words from the anointed woman God has given to you and me, amen. Church, I want us to stand to our feet, if you are first time here, this is the fountain of life, our pastor is E.S. Joy, I want you to put your hands together for her as she comes to preach to us.
We're grateful. Thank you for another Sunday. Thank you for bringing us together. And as we come before your word, may there be a word for each of us, wherever we are, in whatever situation. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. And you want to lift your Bible and make your confession. Come on, we go. This is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I have what it says I have. I can do what it says I can do. Today I'll be taught the word of God. I'll never be the same. Never, never, never. I'll never be the same. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. God bless you. Wow, it's so good to be back in church. Hallelujah. We've been away for some few days. But you have been missed. At least I have missed you. Thank you for all the texts. <laughs> Thank you for all the texts and all of those who thought that they should be texting but didn't. I received all. <laughs> ah, it's all inside now. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. We thank God for his grace and mercy. Hey, the, uh, don't let me start saying things to the microphone. <laughs> Hallelujah. But God has been good to us. Amen. Oh, I said amen. amen. Every time you travel and you come back, you should know that God has had mercy on you. Yeah. All right. It's also a new month. How many of you feel like I do about the month that you can't believe we're in November? Ask your neighbor, what is that? It was not saying that it was October. I don't even know where the month passed. Hey. Hmm. Anyway, the signs are on the wall for those who can read them. Hmm? It's a sign of the times. Very soon we'll be welcoming year 2024. Hey! <laughs> anyway, let me just share the word of God with you shortly and we go. Amen. But one announcement our crusade that we've been preparing for 17th of November is coming on. I want you to turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, don't do your things minus me. No, no, this one plus all of us. Plus all of us. All of us are needed. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. And we'll be at Atonsu. If you are lost, just get to, if you are lost, get to Atonsu station. We are not far. You hear us from there. Amen. And there's a lot of prayer work and all kinds of work going on this week. And add yourself. Mm, add yourself. Amen. Well, maybe it's just as well one is preaching a message today. Can't you do just a little bit more? We'll be talking about this for the entire month. Can't you do just a little bit more? And no, it is not a verse in the Bible. But it was... The plea that a man of God made many years ago. Are you there? He had gone to um, solicit help for missionaries around the world. And the people were doing what some of us also do. You just throw something in there. And this was what he said. Can't you do a little more? Can't you just do something more? Are you there? But when you look into the Bible, you see that there are so many examples of people who just did something more, just a little more. And, and, and the small that you were doing became something. Are, are you with me? Like maybe you thought when you were doing it, oh, let me just try, let me just do. Those of you who are students, it happens often in exams. Let me just read this last one. And then you get them, the last one rather is the main. Uh -huh. That thing that is true of exams is also true of life. Yeah. Is also true of life generally. We go into this book. It's it, in fact, <laughs> there are many scriptures inside. Tell me, but there's no book we talk about on this stage written by a father that is not from a scripture. 
Yeah, the things inside. It's just to help us to, to understand our scriptures more. So let us begin in 2 Kings 13. You'll begin to understand a little bit of why this is an essential subject to study. And we're going to be starting from verse 14. Now, Elisha had fallen sick of this, his sickness whereof he died. And Joash, the king of Israel, came down to him and wept over his face and said, Oh, my father, my father, the chariot of Israel and the horsemen thereof. Elisha said to him, Take bow and arrow. And he took him bow and arrows. And he said to the king of Israel, Put your hand upon the bow. And he put his hand upon it. And Elisha put his hands upon the king's hands. And he said, Open the window eastward. He opened it. And then Elisha said, Shoot. And he shot. And he said, The arrow of the Lord's deliverance and the arrow of, the, of deliverance from Syria, for thou shalt smite the Syrians in Aphek till they are, thou hast consumed them. And he said, Take the arrows. And he took them. And he said to the king of Israel, Smite upon the ground. That is, hit the ground. Smite upon the ground. And he sm smote thrice and stayed. I almost said he smited. I'm sorry. He smote thrice. <laughs> And he said, take the arrows. No, where are we? Uh-huh. And he's, hey, I don't even know what they're about. <laughs> and the man of God was wroth with him and said, thou should have, shouldest have smitten five or six times. Then hast thou smitten Syria till thou hast consumed it, whereas now thou shalt smite Syria thrice. Now, this scripture, uh, those of you doing sound, this is that you cannot hear the hum. Okay. Thank you. Mm. <laughs> now, here was the situation. Elisha had now come to the end of his life. He was actually on his deathbed. But the king came to see him because the king needed some help. And the help he needed was that they were going to be attacked by the Syrians and he was afraid. And the, um, Elisha said to him, listen, then he did some, you know, prophetic things. Are you there? Take an arrow and open the window and fire it. The kind of things you like. You know what I mean. So they did it and he told him that, Charlie, this arrow that you have sent, you know, the arrow is the deliverance of the Lord. Hallelujah. But the thing was not finished. After that, he told him, take an arrow and hit the ground. You know, when you are very uh, frantic about something, you will actually overdo, yeah. not underdo. But the guy just, he was a diplomat like some people, I don't want to mention names. And he just took the thing and he hit one, two, three, and he stopped. And I said, ah, how can you just do three and stop? It's not that time was up, not that the arrow broke, not that, you know, how could you just do three? said, if you had continued and done a little more, you would have overcome them completely. It's almost as if the king did not even seem to understand the spiritual thing he was doing. You see? So he just did three. It's like, this is what I can do without sweating. This is what I can do without being uncomfortable. This is what I can do without F. This is what I can do. So he just did three. There was no real reason for the three. He just did three. And he stopped. And Elisha asked, ah, how? And, and it's almost, well, one is how, the other one is why? Why? <laughs> Am I talking to some people today? You see? Because I'm sure Elisha expected that the way you are, I mean, agree about this matter, enough for you to even come and disturb me on my, dead, my deathbed, then now that I've shown you the way you actually do some hey, serious work, but the truth of the matter is that this is the picture for many of us in this life. Are you here? Especially in matters concerning God. We just do the barest minimum. This is what I can do without effort. I can read a scripture and pray for 10 minutes. That's all. I can do that. And so the question is, can't you just add small? If he had added small, maybe he would have been able to do at least a fourth war they would have won. 
or a fifth war. And honestly, not knowing that if they had done the sixth thing, he would have overtaken the Syrians forever. Are you in the house? I'm talking to some people who so never you let your mind be here. Today's message is short, so <laughs> we're going to be talking about this the whole month. This is just the intro. <laughs> so Elisha was not happy with him at all. You see. But Elisha, with well, this one there is history. What about now? What about the offering that you gave? That you could have done a little more, but you didn't. What about that? What about the time that you were giving to God that you could have given a little more time, but you didn't? I always take note as people begin to progress in life, how you begin to, 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 to what's the word I'm looking for? Is God rather that you are showing meanness? <laughs> are you in the house? You used to like God. And you spend time and just do things with him. But now they're just enough to... Just enough so that you, you look like a Christian. Hey. Are you there? Yeah. Uh, now that I brought it home, you were understanding when we we're talking about Elisha and the king's own. But now that it's your own, you're now fidgeting in your chair. Yeah. Because I watch many of you. If there's a convention, you can come for the three days, but you come for one. Because that's the one you can do without effort. If I come on Friday, I'm not going to work on Saturday, so I will not be feeling sleepy. So you come on Friday. You can't do just a little more. You can't just add a little more. I think I should have stayed where I was last week. <laughs> yeah. Small time. Small time. Most choirs in the world, their greatest struggle is to get the choristers to rehearse. It's true. It's true. And by the way, they are better than you. They, they, they at least they do something more. It's just that they are a very easy example because we can identify, you know. But the rehearsal, I mean, if you add 10 minutes more, it's a problem. It's a problem. Hey. We're just talking about a little bit more. That's all. Can't you do a little more? A little more. Hey. Hello. Are you in the house? Now, dear, you are married. There are other things taking your time. There are other things taking your time. So now, dear, oh, you should clap for our ladies who are married who are in the choir. Ah. (laughs) Because there's a price you pay to be in the choir when you're married that you don't pay when you are unmarried. But most people, when they marry, is their license to quit the choir. Because I, I can't do that little bit more. I can't. I can't. This one, look, you are talking to God yourself. Oh. Me, I'm just bringing out the issues. I'm just bringing it for you to see. <laughs> because we don't, like, when I'm t- we, we don't like to bring and talk abstract. That's why I'm giving you examples. But you yourself measure it and see. The thing that you are doing, you find you, you know, fine. Before God made the mistake to bless you with a wife, you had time for him. But now that he has blessed you with a wife, now, dear, you gotta go be home, <laughs> enjoy the house. You better be careful, and I'm speaking prophetically, that a storm doesn't come your way. That will lift the roof of your house for you to remember the God that you knew before you got a wife. It's somebody's message. Yeah. Are you there? Let me tell you the story of a lady, a living person. It's not a story as in storybook. She got married. And when she got married, the marriage was nice. Are you there? It was nice. So, she did what many of you do. 
you know, we come to church convenient. Because church today, we'll dress up and come. And everyone can admire us and our offspring. She was doing it. (laughs) And one day, one day, when life was at its peak, a storm entered her house. Fine protocol will not allow me to describe to you what she went through. But before she knew it, she was a widow with three children. She took her husband to the hospital herself. Somebody was twice her height. Her children had seen the gun violence in the house. I mean, it's a beast. You don't wish it on anybody. It may not happen to anyone here. But I remember her words. And she told us. She said, I played with God. It was my time to go. He was ready. I was not. God had mercy on me. And that was when she now began to serve God as she used to serve him. When I was preparing this message, I remembered it. I remembered it. And I said, Lord, what a bitter lesson. What a bitter <laughs> Please, I didn't come to preach anything. If you look inside my, there's no example there. But you see, when things are going well, you understand when I say when things are going well, not that we have everything, but we are basically a little comfortable. Then we shortchange God on his time. And then what he's asking of us is too much. It's too much for us to talk to one more person about him. Now you're ashamed of him, but you didn't used to be ashamed of him when you had nothing. How come you're ashamed of him now? When you were small in your own eyes, it was a pleasure to be known by him. It was a pleasure to be in church. But now that he's allowed you to have a little substance, oh yeah, Allow me to say no. Allow me to say what I'm saying. Because this is what other countries in the world have followed. Today, God is not known in Europe. The French have thousands of churches. They are selling all. They are empty. Meanwhile, this was a place where they served God before. But as wealth came and as comfort came and as things improved, they forgot him. And how did they forget? Do you think they rose one and just said, I'm going to forget God? No. They began to cut down on the things they used to do. If they were going to church for five hours, they began to say, oh, it's too long. Cut it back. Cut it back. Four hours. Ah, why? It's long. Still, I'll be sweating. Three hours. Look, why not make it two? Listen, one and a half will be okay. 45 minutes. And then we are out of here. And some of you have started. We have not seen anything. We have not seen anything yet. I see that you are very quiet. Let's just go. Just go to hand out invitation flyers. Now you are grown. You have grown. You cannot go. Are you in the church or you have left it? One more flyer that you give out. You say you can't. Hey, may God have mercy on us. Even as I'm standing here saying 17 November, we have been announcing since then, 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 then. I can start counting who won't be there. I can start. It will not be difficult to count at all. Most of you have left the preparatory work to those who are leaders and the children who are not yet as proud as you are. You've left the work to them. Because you can no longer go out to share a flyer. Because God has done you too good. The house is too comfortable. Master, me, I don't like the way I'm talking. Just be quiet. Just be quiet. You came to to church on a wrong Sunday. You came on a wrong Sunday. You didn't know the Holy Ghost would be here. Some of you will be receiving texts from me soon. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Small, more effort. Oh. Small. So, so, when you are sitting in your house in the evening, what are you doing? What are you doing? I see now, dear. When I finish working, I'm tired. Say, God has made a mistake and given you a job. 
Eh, me, I'm continuing. Let me continue my preaching before I stay here and forget what I was going to preach. Yeah. When you come and you put in your little, eh, please, my pictures, are they ready for me? Are they ready? You'll be surprised that you're small. I was sitting in my somewhere, they said they are going to some school to go and do uh, outreach. Yeah. Oh, just be looking, don't be clapping, just be looking. Jesus, Savior of the world. I wish they had put Jesus the names of those who talking. The dancers were there. They were dancing better than they dance here. This is the day of good news. This is the time to preach about Jesus Christ. The film stars were also there. This generation of Christians. Hey! Is responsible for this generation. That's the altar call. Lost people. Thank you. Can cut it. Amen. They just got an invitation and said, let's go and see what we can do. Just a little bit more. It wasn't any plenty planning there. It wasn't any plenty working there. One and uh, Lady Rev- Reverend Yvonne and Sam. Don't clap. Just think. Think. Why were you not there? Just think. How come you were not called? How come you were not inside? It's not because you've cut yourself off from so many things. So even when they were looking for help and spread, they didn't think about you. But I was excited because they, they stopped counting the converts at 234. So not that they had 234, they stopped at 234. Are you there? But they were just doing just a little more. It wasn't one of, you know, when we are planning the thing well, there's a lot of prayer to it, there's a lot of working, there's a lot of... And I'm just saying to myself that I wonder what God will do with you if you just did just a little, a little more. Just a little. Are you in the church? We are trying to be quiet. I please say, I've never been here a long time. If whether you are quiet or not, we shall be on it. <laughs> so when I got the pictures, I just said to myself, that my goodness, this is just a nice, <coughs> a nice example. <coughs> it's the witches. <laughs> <laughs> Are you in the church today? Yeah. Reverend Paul, me, I don't understand this corner you have gone to sit in. I have some first love pastor walking around. Beautiful. Sure, they are moving to give you room, cry. <laughs> it's nice to see you. Hallelujah. Are you in the church with me today? Today I've come to provoke you to ask the question, what would have happened if I just did a little more? What would happen if I just gave a little more? I've been preaching. You see, there are some of you here, it's not that everybody is not doing anything. Oh. There are people working. Hey, don't make that mistake. But the question, even to those of us who are working, is what if I did a little more? Do you understand the question? What if in all my something, I added something? Some of you are from campus church. You have taken it that you are on holiday, but what if you had added a little more during this time that is... You say that, oh, we, our church is on holiday, so you have just been lying in your house, sleeping, working this and that. I gotta preach it because I watch you when your church is around. I watch you on Sunday mornings. You are up. Your pages are active. The prayer is going on. Shabaya, nowadays you are sleeping. Because Chale, your people are in the house. I'm waiting for you. But, but who knows what would have happened if you did a little more? Who knows? Who knows? When Luke was going to write the book of Luke, he started it in a very interesting way. Give us Luke chapter 1 and verse 1. Look at it. For as much 
as many have taken in hand to set forth in order a declaration of those things which are most surely believed among us, even as they have delivered it unto us, which was from the beginning, from the beginning were eyewitnesses and ministers of the word. It seemed good to me also. It seemed what? It's like other people have written, oh, other people have said, oh, other people. Theophilus, if you wanted to read, there are so many other accounts. But me too, I thought I should write. Do you know that if Luke had not written the story of how John the Baptist came to be born, we would not have it. Are you aware? We wouldn't have it. He's the only person who gives us that background. That Zachariah was in his father was in the in the temple, and while he was there, an angel came and the angel said, This, that, that, that. He's the one who gives that background. How Elizabeth was now with child. It's it's only in Luke. We'll never have known. And there are some of us here, you don't do the things you should do because he says somebody would do. The apostle John was the youngest of the apostles. He was a teenager when Jesus was on earth. So when the others were writing, he too should have said that I shouldn't write because Mark, Matthew has written. Mark has written, Charlie, these are all learned men. Luke is even a doctor and he has written. What do I, a teenager, have to have to add? But I came to tell you this afternoon that if John had not written, we would not have known that in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. We would never have known the link between Jesus Christ, the word, and God. If he had not written, we would never have known I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If John had not written, we would never have known that except a man be born again he cannot enter into the kingdom of heaven and if John had not written we would never have known I am the vine, you are the branches every branch in me that beareth not fruit he taketh away and every branch in me that beareth fruit he purgeth it that may bear more much fruit we would never have known but maybe for me the most dramatic of all is that we would never have known that it is expedient that I go for if I do not go the comforter which is the Holy Spirit will not come. We would never have known who our friend the Holy Spirit is. We would never have known that the Holy Spirit was coming to be with us to the end of time. But do you know, we also would not have known that in order to be saved, that which we know we believe in our hearts, we must confess it with our mouth. We would have been here all this time just believing God, only to arrive in heaven, to hear that, oh, did you not see in the book of James that the demons also believe and tremble? You don't even tremble. But I thank God for John because he sat down and wrote and said, what you believe in your heart, the difference between you and those demons, confess it with your mouth. If he hadn't said it, we would not have known. If he had not said, I'll still write mine. You'll be there and keep saying that oh, other people will go to the convention. And by the grace of God, others go. Yeah, the, you see, the truth is that the crusade, it will work with you. It will also work without you. It's just God's way. But you yourself should look at it and say, can't I just do a little more? How many souls ah, have you won in your life? How many? If even you won 10,000 10 years ago, can't you do something more? Because you are not yet gone. I'm talking to some people. As you are rather seeing how much less to give him. You used to be in meetings during the week. Now, dear, we don't know what you do with your time. And even after giving you back your week, I wonder what you do. It's okay. There's no weekday meeting. Wake up and pray for your own bones, for your own self, for your own generation, for your own children. That one too, we should make you. You will not pray that prayer too. Tell your neighbor it is it is a it is a, a marvel. Hmm? Yeah. The current generation is superintending over the collapse of the church, the collapse of Christianity, just like the Laodicean church. But God has a message for us. I'm reading Revelation 3. Please, I'm reading Bible. If you're angry with me, cry, I don't mind. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. 
Can I read? Revelation 3 verse 14. And to the angel of the church of the Laodiceans write. You see, all these are churches. They 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 are representations of churches and God sent a message. This one resembles us. When I say us, I'm talking about the body of Christ in this time. These things said the amen, the faithful, and the witness, the beginning and true witness, the beginning of the creation of God. I know thy works, that thou art neither cold nor hot. I would that you were cold or hot. But because you are lukewarm and not cold or hot, I will spill you out of my mouth. Because you say, I am rich and increased in goods. Have you seen where it's coming from? Never has the church been as rich as it is in today's world yeah and have need of nothing and know it's not that you are wretched and miserable and poor and blind and naked that's god's view of us that we don't have anything then he says i counsel you to buy of me gold tried in the fire that you may be rich and and white raiment that you may be clothed and that the shame of your wicked your nakedness do not appear and anoint thy eyes with eye salve that you may see. Are you in the church? I finish with one last example. The example of Joseph. The story of Joseph is one that we know well because we've heard it since we were children. At least many have heard since they were children. And Joseph was a young man who found himself in jail. He started from the top of the world and ended up in jail. He was taken by his, the envy of his brother, sold as a slave, worked for Potiphar until Potiphar's wife lied on him, and then he was jailed. And then a time came, take us to Genesis 41, when Pharaoh had a dream. And in this dream, he saw first some seven ear of corn, strong looking. Then he saw seven withered ones, and they came and ate the fat ones and they were still with it then he saw seven fat cows coming out of a river and then he saw seven thin cows and the thin cows ate the fat cows so when he saw the dream it's almost like the same thing twice using different things he knew that this dream meant something but he did not understand it and He was looking for somebody to interpret it and there was nobody to interpret it for him. Until the butler remembered that a young man had been kind to him when he was in prison. And that was when he remembered Joseph. And so Joseph was sent for and Joseph came. When Joseph came, Pharaoh said to him that I need my my dream to be interpreted. I need you to understand this part well. Take us to Genesis 41 and verse 15. He said, I have dreamed a dream, and there is none that I can interp- that can interpret it. And I have heard say of thee that thou canst understand a dream to interpret it. Do you understand his job? His job was to do what? Interpret it. Powerful. Now, Joseph comes and he interprets the dream. And he tells Pharaoh that this dream that he has dreamt is seven very good years, which will be followed by seven years of famine. And the seven years of famine will be so tough that they will forget the wealth of the seven good years. Then verse 33. Now it's because of what happens in verse 33 that I want to read this to you. It says, Now therefore, let Pharaoh look out for a man discreet and wise and set him over the land of Egypt. Let Pharaoh do this and let him appoint officers over the land and take up the fifth part of the land of Egypt in the seven plenteous years. And let them gather all the food of those good years that come and lay up corn under the hand of Pharaoh and let them keep food in the cities. And that food shall be stored to the land against the seven years of famine, famine which shall be in the land of Egypt, that the land perish not through famine. And the thing was good in the eyes of Pharaoh and in the eyes of all his servants. I don't know if you see what I see. Joseph was told, 
interpret the dream. Give what is legal. Just interpret the dream. Do what is required of you. As a member of church, you have arrived in church. When there's offering number one, you give offering number two, you give, they say, sing, you sing, they say, clap, you clap, you have done your part. I need you to understand that when he finished interpreting the dream, Joseph was done with what Pharaoh asked of him. It was his doing a little bit more by explaining to Pharaoh the way out of the problem. That was what gave him his position as the vice president of Egypt, not just the interpretation. Because, hmm, give me verse 38. 38. It was when he finished explaining, he did a little more. Can you see the little more? What was the little more? Adding a solution to the problem he had just come to describe. That was when Pharaoh said, Ah, can we find somebody like this? A man in whom the Spirit of God is. Let's continue. And Pharaoh said, For as much as God has shown you all this, there is none as discreet and wise as you. You shall be over my house, and according unto thy word, all, shall all my people be ruled. Only in the throne will I be greater than you. Why? Because when he added the little more, the man realized that, Charlie, if he has seen it plus the solution, he should sort us out. He should sort us out. You never know. You see, it opened a very wild door for him. This was the beginning. And then he now started to go through several things. And you see that he begins to climb and climb. Next week we'll go into the detail. But I wanted you to see that it was the adding what he was not asked for. Some of you, when you are working, at work and they say we close at five. If the machine is in the middle of the cycle, it's about five. <laughs> you work with the machine cycle upon cycle that's your your work then they say 5 o'clock you'll be waiting there 5 5.50 59.01 0.02 are you there 459 you'll be waiting as soon as the clock shows to 5 what do my dear no it's over. I will not add my one sweat, my one inch, my one anything. <laughs> you start working to the clock out. So your clock out, all your clock out is 5.015. When it is 5 o'clock, you are gone. You don't really mind what is going on. You are not a candidate for excellence. You are certainly not a candidate for vice presidentship. Yeah. I'm talking to some people. Who, are you there? You are praying. You say, I'm going to pray for one hour. In Jesus' name. Hey. I want you to ask your neighbor, is that how it is? Is that how we are with God? Hey. When you are visiting somebody you love, is that how you do it? Somebody that you love, you have gone to visit the person. Are you timing? I cannot wait. I cannot wait. I cannot wait until. Hey! God is amazed at us all. He's amazed, Pa. He's amazed. He's amazed. Are you there? But Joseph did a little more. And that little more that he did, it opened a powerful door for him yeah very powerful door for him my prayer as i'm ending today's sermon is that a certain seriousness in life will overtake us that lord let me just do my best when i think i've done all let me just add a little let me just add a little are you in the house let me just add a little 
go because you can go. Do because you can do. Yeah. What will it cost you? I want to know what will it cost you to come to the crusade on the 17th? What will it cost you? Ah, you see that you're quiet. Hmm? What will it cost you? As for this week, next week, we'll be going out again with the flyers. Yeah, we'll go out. We'll do the best we can do. We'll invite, we will invite people. We will watch the, 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 the uh, announcements going on. In fact, <laughs> Nana Kofi sent me a very nice jingle. <laughs> the jingle is nice. Yeah. Eh, they can play the jingle, do everything. But the question is, your part, will it be inside? Hey, why are you quiet looking at me like that? I say, your part, will it be inside or not? Yeah. Please tell your neighbor, add yourself. Why? Just because you can. No other reason. Just because you can. Just because you can. Yeah. That's why I like to refer to those who went out last yesterday. They went just because they could. Oh, you don't understand what I'm trying to say. No, no, no. Just because they could, they went. You too, you can go just because you can. I believe that God will honor it. And who knows, God may surprise us. I'm sure Joseph was quite surprised. Yeah, to discover that he was not going back into the jail. Yeah, he was not going back into the jail, but rather he was going to a position of honor. May the Lord help us. And may we repent of the evil spirit that has made us measure the things concerning God to the last something, something. That uncharitable spirit, it has to leave us. Mm, it has to leave us. Are you in the house? If somebody is doing something for God, don't you be the one to speak and cause them to stop. Yeah. Don't you be the reason why somebody does less than they could do. Mm, don't you be the one. Don't you be the one. Yeah. Are you there? One time, a certain young man was trying to, he was trying to make Bishop Interfo sack him. And I remember, oh yeah, you know how you don't want to go, so you want to do, ah, uh, do, ah. Uh. And then I remember at a certain point, then Bishop Interfo said, he, you will do, ah. Uh. If you want to sack yourself, sack by he. <laughs> Or, or you don't get what I'm trying to say. You, 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 do, you can do and say that you are going. But he, that he will be the reason that somebody's mystery will end. Not him. Not him. He will not say anything. Are you there? He'll correct you, try and put it in place, but he will not be there. Listen, don't let that God get to you over that stinginess. Change your heart. Do you get it? That's what I realized with this. I realized it was a certain heart. The heart is that I will not be the means by which something is crashed. Me, I preach my heart to you. When I meet you outside, I'll smile. Oh, have I not been smiling with you outside? Oh, have I not been smiling with you? Oh, some of you, did I not text you that I missed you? I'll still be smiling. But I hope when I pray that something will change in your heart and in your spirit. Stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. This afternoon, I just want you to pray for yourself. Just pray for yourself. If your heart has changed as your circumstances have changed, this is the time to make peace with God. If you look back two years ago, you are on it more for God than you are today. You should be talking to God. You should be talking to God. You should be asking for his forgiveness. Forgive us, Lord. Forgive me, Lord. Forgive us. Oh, forgive us. Forgive us, Lord. Forgive us. Turn our minds back to you. Turn our minds, Lord, back to you. Forgive us for being stingy in our time with you. Forgive us, Lord. Oh, we return to you, Lord. Yes, we return, we return to you, Lord. We change your God. And we come back with our hearts. Oh, yes. We come back with our hearts, oh Lord. Lord, we're coming back. Forgive us. We didn't see it, Lord. But thank you for drawing our mind, Lord. Oh, yes. We come back to you, Lord. Forgive us. Forgive us. Forgive us. Cleanse us, Lord. Jesus name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus.
given your life to Jesus you cannot say with strength and boldness that my name is written in Jesus book of life and I know for sure that I'm going to heaven at the end of my life if you cannot say that today is the day to change it you are here you need to give your life to Jesus just lift up your right hand for me we're going to pray together. Just lift it and we're going to pray. You want to say, I need to receive Jesus as my Lord and Savior. Your heart is beating as Jesus calling you. Jesus is directing himself to you. If you are like that, come to me and let's pray together. Just step out of where you are. Come and let us pray. Step out and let us pray. God bless you. Just join us in front of the you, my dear. Just God bless you. Your heart is beating within you. Jesus is calling you. He is inviting you. Let's sort it out. Let's make it good this afternoon. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. No one, no one comes to the Savior except by you. God bless you. to pray this prayer after me you want to say Lord Jesus I come to you today as a sinner please wash me in your blood cleanse me from my sins please write my name in the book of life Lord Jesus from today you are my savior and you are my Lord I thank you for saving me Jesus name father I thank you for this these young ones I lift them before your throne of grace Lord may you be real to them and may they always love you enough to do a little more in Jesus name amen we believe that you have been blessed by this message for more information, you can follow us on Facebook, Fountain of Life Cathedral, and on Instagram and Twitter at F-O-L-C-I-D-S-F. God richly bless you.